Welcome to And the Award Goes To, a weekly podcast where we see the newest films to hit theaters, giving our thoughts, impressions, and finally, an award to a particular thing in the movie. My name is JT Atkins, and with me is... Rocky Rudoy. Rocky Rudoy. Yes. How are you doing? I'm doing all right. How about you? I'm doing okay. I did not pull up the information for Pacific yep. Rim. Very, 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 <laughs> I get it. What, what did I we see it. today? I got it. We saw what? Pacific Rim Uprising. Yeah? Yeah, it was directed by Stephen S. DeKnight. It starred uh, John Boyega, Scott Eastwood... Charlie Day. Is Scott, is Scott Eastwood the dude that he's with? Yeah. Is that Clint Eastwood's son? Mm-hmm. Wow. You okay. can tell they look just alike. It really? I didn't alike. think they did. They really? I think like, they look maybe just alike. the sound, like, maybe yeah. their sound a little bit, but I, yeah, I didn't think they looked alike. So I when I saw Eastwood, I was like, is that fucking Clint Eastwood's son? Okay, Yeah, cool. I think he looks a lot like him. And uh, uh, Char- Charlie, Charlie Day, Day, yeah, he's in it. Um, uh, who else? Nobody that, nobody important. <laughs> yeah, I can't think of it. I mean, else I, don't, I don't know anyone else. What's the one guy? He plays the... Charlie Day's like uh, buddy, scientist buddy. Oh, uh, he was in the first one also. Yeah, they're both uh, from the first uh, movie. Burn Gorman. That's he's, his real I've name. seen other things. He's been like Dark Knight Rises and. Uh, was he? He's in Game of Thrones. Oh yeah, yeah. he is in Dark Knight Rises. Yeah. That's right. Yeah. Uh, what is he in Game of Thrones? He is uh, Carl Tanner. Mm. I don't, I don't remember him. There's so many people in that fucking show. <laughs> oh, I think he was part of the. Uh, was he somebody at Castle Black? I don't know. I, I haven't think. watched that. Yeah. What, uh, so it was Stephen DeKnight who directed it. Mm-hmm. What other stuff has he, he done? This is his first film that he directed, but he, uh. It's a big movie to yeah, have your directorial sh- debut he was, on. He was a, a showrunner of, uh, Daredevil season one. Okay. And then I guess, from what I heard in an interview, he made a script for, like, some type of thriller that just, like, focused on four characters in, like, a house or something like that. Oh. And he gave it to Universal or whatever, and they're like, hey, would you like Pacific Rim Uprising? (laughs) And he's like, yeah. Sure. sure. Yeah, I guess so. So, I mean, I thought he did a good job with it. It was was decent. I liked it. Yeah. Uh, Who uh, who wrote the movie? Uh, He wrote it. Okay. uh, With... Kira Snyder, Emily Carmichael, and T.S. Nolan. 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 Yeah. Who's uh, is Snyder related to your favorite director, Zack Snyder, by any way? I sure as hell hope so. <laughs> I sure as hell hope not. Uh, no. But some of that slow mo they were doing with people, the Jaegers jumping in the movie, like yeah. maybe, maybe they were, maybe they're related. Yeah. The... Long, long lost. <laughs> I wouldn't cousins be surprised. <laughs> um, yeah. As produced by John Boyega and Guillermo del Toro. I mean, there's. There's seven people that produces, but two of the yeah, seven yeah. is John Boyega and Guillermo del Toro. I think Guillermo del Toro is just a name where it's just like, yeah, I mean, I made the first yeah. one, so. Yeah, exactly. Just go do what you want. I'll and we saw it. on the credits, too, he's a visual consultant, consultant yeah, or something. He so. became, because he drew the original designs yeah, the, for like, Monsters Kaijus and Kaiju and, stuff, and yeah. uh, the Jaegers and all that. Mm-hmm. Um, but the characters were made by Travis Beecham, I guess. He's the one that co-wrote the first one with him, I think. Okay, okay. So... Yeah. Cool. And uh, so, what did you think of it? Uh, I it was fine. Yeah, I wasn't blown away by it. <laughs> I I, re- I really liked it. Yeah. But, uh, yeah, we'll get to that in our review. Um, first up, we'll do the news though. So. Extra, extra, read all about it. Me and that Playboy in trouble again. Extra, 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 read all about it. What you got? What news you got? Uh, Tessa Thompson is. What going... is your What does your shirt say? Real quick. Sorry. Smugglers. It's just the dude from Firefly, Han Solo. Oh, okay. Yeah. And Davos, Sir Davos. Yeah, oh, okay, nice. Other, That's pretty cool. Crafts, like his ship and... Yeah, the ship and the Falcon and, Falcon and the Firefly. Firefly. Oh, okay. Yeah. That's yeah. pretty cool. Um, but uh, Tessa Thompson is going to reunite with Chris Hemsworth for yeah. Men in Black. Oh. So this Men in Black movie that comes out next year, it's going to be a 
not a sequel, but it's not going to be a reboot of Men in Black. It's going to take place in the same universe. Okay. Just two new characters. Nice. So Chris Hemsworth and Tessa Thompson, of course, were in Thor Ragnarok together. Yep. She played Valkyrie in it. She did. Of course, she played Thor. So um, they're going to be making another comedy together. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, exactly. I guess. So that's going to come that'll, out June next year, 2019. That'll be cool. I really like the Men in, like, I like the Men in Black stuff. And yeah. the only movie I really like is the first. Like, I like the second one, kind of. Never went and saw the third one. I was a big fan of the third one. You yeah. had uh, Jermaine from... Uh, Fly the Concords is the main bad guy. Oh, did it? Yeah, that's very funny. Yeah. Uh, I mean, I like the fir- I like the first one. I like you know that whole I like the whole secret organization, like yeah, knowing more, all this kind of stuff. Yeah, yeah it's it's really fun. Uh, so yeah, I'll be down to see another one, yeah. especially with like I really like Tessa Thompson and uh, Thor. I liked her in that. She's got and Thor. She's got Annihilation. I, yeah, I didn't think she did really enough for me to get a good impression of her mm-hmm. in Annihilation. So when she was in it, I was like, oh, cool. And then like. Her character didn't do too much or right. anything, so I was yeah. just like, "Oh, cool!" Like, yeah. I mean, I get that the whole movie is more thought provoking, and yeah. her character is a little bit something more that you like think about than yeah, actually sure. see do stuff. So I understand that, but still, like, I was like, "Oh, all right, like, yeah, it was fine." Though. So I mean, yeah, we'll see. Man, she's also Man good in Creed. She's good in is Creed. she in that? Yeah, oh, she, okay. she's uh, she's like the Adrian type character in that. Gotcha. Yeah, you know, she's uh, she's but she's going deaf. She has some type of disability where she's going deaf. Oh, really? And but she's a musician. Oh, okay. And then, so you does know, she, like, make her own music and, like, steal cars and then, like, <laughs> or, or go to bank heist and, like, drive the cars and yeah. listen, yeah. To, listen to iPods and stuff? And, yeah, yeah, she, she does all yeah. that stuff. Yeah, she <laughs> she just, makes her own mixtapes and everything. She, she's Lady Driver. Yeah. <laughs> Wait, that'd be good. Yeah, that could be the sequel, man. Yeah, La- the Lady sequel, Driver. Yeah. I'll never do it. <laughs> yeah. Not everything was said with the first one. No, it's a lady. <laughs> exactly. Yeah, okay. and she's driving cars, too. Yeah. <laughs> um cool yeah i'll be on the lookout for that then cool. i always love some men in black stuff uh so the only news thing i had i wasn't on top of my news game this week so let's see uh did you see the news about the matrix oh yeah the uh writer of the original ones is trying to get another one off the ground they're trying to get like something I know you're else a big fan of the i'm a huge fan of the matrix yeah. especially all three of them like i love all three of them i love the first one uh, like i even love the second I, the third one I, I, and I, the animatrix like all that like i love all of it man. i saw some clips though because it's been a lot of times since I watched that first one, but I saw some clips of that first one again. Yeah? And, god damn, that CG doesn't hold up at all. <laughs> a lot like, of it doesn't, yeah. It's like, oh. I have the whole trilogy uh. on, like, Blu-ray, so I watched it on, like, Blu-ray, high yeah. def and stuff, and a lot of it doesn't hold up very well. The most that doesn't hold up out of the whole trilogy, which is really unfortunate because it's one of my favorite fight scenes ever, is Neo versus all the Agent Smiths in oh. The Matrix Reloaded. There is a lot of stuff in that yeah. that doesn't hold up. But that's still, like, to this sure. day. Like, I used to have that movie on DVD, and I would watch it. Uh, I'd go just to the credit, or I'd go just to the uh, just to the fight scene, just to watch that. And I was like, oh, man, it's fucking awesome. Like, I, I don't know. I love that Is whole that fight the second scene. or the third one? It's the second it's one, the where second. they're in the park, and he's yeah. talking to the Oracle. Yeah. And then, yeah, like, she leaves, up. and then fucking... And so he takes the pole, and he's, like, spinning around. Yeah! I fucking love the pole thing. Like, he kicks it down and everything. But there's really bad stuff that looks like dreamcast era graphics where yeah, like sure. where like he jumps in the air with the pole and it slows down and and it's like the ground. it's like you can see like his hand like there isn't even like really finger like there isn't like yeah. lines where his fingers would be or something and it's just a block it's just like really bad it's <laughs> yeah. like what is it yeah sure. I, the it was, only thing i care about the second one is 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 that freeway chase like, oh the yeah whole segment yeah. of them like fighting in the hallways and everything yeah to getting in the cars because it was like a 15 minute 20 minute like segment of the film like yeah. it's long as fuck because they're fighting in the building and they get in the cars they're driving around yeah. and 
then that, Morpheus that thing, has a katana. And... That thing still holds up. Yeah, that whole yeah, like, freeway chase scene, yeah. it's really good. Yeah, that part's good. A lot of that's like really uh, practical, too. Yeah. Like, especially... Uh, God, you go behind the scenes and you watch the stuff with uh, Carrie Ann Moss on the motorcycle, mm-hmm. like driving the opposite direction yeah. of all the cars. It's, it's, it's frightening. Yeah. <laughs> they did a lot of real stuff with that, and you know, a lot of it wasn't actually Carrie Ann Moss, but uh, yeah. they're still oof. doing it. It's, yeah. yeah, they're still doing it. It was actually Lawrence Fishburne holding a samurai sword. <laughs> yeah, it's yeah, actually exactly. him holding it. It's like that's real. He actually held it. It is. It is. It's a uh, Keanu Reeves like actually saying whoa. Yeah, like, it's he, actually whoa. He's like whoa. It's actually him holding a gun in a hand. Yeah, exactly. Hand, like, shooting. It's actually him like signing. He didn't even need a stunt double. <laughs> Fucking nuts. <laughs> Did he not need the stunt double for all, a lot of it? Uh, probably not. I, I mean, Keanu Reeves. I mean, I know. He, I know he does all his stuff in John Wick and stuff. Yeah, 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 yeah. I, I know Keanu Reeves is pretty active. I, mean, I know in the first movie they surprised. had a lot of practical stuff, and he was doing like a lot of his stunts in the bank shootout scene. Or yeah. It. I always say bank, but it's not a bank. It's a skyscraper where they go on the ground floor and they go to the metal detectors. Yeah. Like he's just like they like attach wires to him and stuff, yeah. and yeah, have him doing like cartwheels off the wall and everything. It's speaking of cartwheels. I went to St. Augustine yesterday, right? Yeah. And I was at the fort. And I was What'd you sitting there waiting for, for I was being up with a friend there. Oh, okay. And uh, I was sitting there waiting for it. And yeah. this, uh, like, there's a hill where I'm yeah. sitting. And this, like, small child <laughs> does, like, three <laughs> cartwheels down it. And I audibly go, shit. <laughs> like, out loud. I'm like, nobody's seen this shit. Like, like the, the kid's parents are saying they're looking unimpressed. I'm like, your kid just did three fucking cartwheels down a fucking hill. That's impressive. And the kid is like three, four years old. I'm like, you're just like standing up and applauding the kid. Yeah. Like, everyone's like, what's going on? Yeah. You're like, yeah. yeah good golf job. clap. Yeah. <laughs> like, holy that's, shit. That's really okay. Yeah. It's impressive. Awesome. Yeah. yeah. Uh, that ties back in very well to yeah. the. But it was to, Matrix. That, that kid probably knows they're in the Matrix. I mean, that's how they were able to. Do uh, break the law. We don't know we are, but dude. that kid knows. That kid knows. He's she. Is it a he or she? It was a she. She's the I, one. I, I, th- I thought it was weird that she was wearing black leather and sunglasses, but um. <laughs> Everyone else thought it was fine. Yeah. There was like another kid She's the... shooting guns. <laughs> There's <laughs> another like bald kid in a suit that came running up to like fight her or something. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> uh yeah so anyways. so they're trying to get another one off the ground. They are apparently. He um, wants to. Let's see. I I, I got some of the stuff. Just like. Uh, this is from comicbook.com. Fans have known, blah, blah, blah. The Wachowski sisters, groundbreaking. Yeah, the Matrix Brothers. movie. Well, they're they're transgender, so they're sisters now. Oh, are they? It was, apparently. Because I know one of them's a guy and one is a girl. It was, Yeah, for a while it was, um. so one of them uh, came out as transgender, as a transgender oh. female. And so it was the, well, for a split second, it was the Wachowski siblings. Mm-hmm. And then I guess the other one was like, hey, like, I, I am too. So they're the Wachowski sisters now. Oh. They're both females. Okay. Uh, huh. I didn't know that. Yeah. it's uh, I, 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 uh, That's the first time I saw it when I was reading the article. I was like, wait a minute, sisters now? Like, it's both of them? So I I mean, more power to them. Just keep making. Uh, I mean, they can, they can, you know, be whatever they want to be. Yeah. But then you can make another good fucking movie. I know, right? <laughs> it's been a long time since we've gotten a good Wachowski movie. Yeah. We've got a. Uh, to this day, I can't, I can't, I haven't stayed awake all the way through uh, Speed Racer. Yeah, I went and good. saw that like twice in theaters. <laughs> I paid money for that twice, and I fell asleep like both times. No good. <laughs> I, I, yeah, I can't. Uh, I mean, yeah. So maybe I'll go back and watch that. And then yeah, I tried watching Cloud Atlas, and because that was dumb, right? Cloud Atlas. Yeah, that was dumb. Yeah, that's yeah. right. Cloud, Cloud Atlas wasn't terrible. I think I think it was interesting. I turned it off like halfway through. It was, um, the, it was long, and I like it was taking too long to get going. I was like, "Nope, we're good." I was like, thinking more of uh, the other one, fucking uh, one with fucking uh, 
Channing Tatum is a cat man. What the fuck is it? Oh, Jupiter Ascending? Jupiter Ascending. Yeah, yeah. I didn't see that one either, so... It's not good. I heard it's not. It's so not I, I didn't bother with it. Maybe maybe I'll find it for free somewhere. Yeah. Um, but anyways, Wachowski Sisters movie, The Matrix. Uh, let's see. Screenwriter Zach Penn might have revealed possible blah, 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 blah. Um, where's it at? Yeah, so he was speaking with Screen Rant. I've been working on Matrix right now, which is in a phase... Uh, said Penn. That's a franchise I desperately want to see brought back, and I can't go into too much detail, but I've been harassing Warner Brothers for years to try to get it going again, so blah, blah, blah. That's it. Um, and then he compared, like, The Matrix to, like, Ready Player One for some reason. Okay. They're both, like, virtual worlds, yeah, I guess, sure. like the Oasis and The Matrix or something. Um, yeah, so we'll see. That's, uh, I just saw something about that, and huh. Yeah, like I, I'd definitely be a fan of it. The only thing in the Matrix that I never was able to get super into was uh, the Matrix Online, that MMO they did back in the day. Oh yeah, I remember yeah. that. I play. I love the first movie, love the second movie, love the third movie, loved most of the Animatrix stuff, and I played both of the games, Enter the Matrix and Matrix Path of Neo. And I was like super. I really like. I really like Enter the Matrix because there's a lot of stuff that. Uh, coincides yeah, with parallels. the Matrix Reloaded. Yeah, yeah you can Matrix play as like Reloaded. Ghost and Niobe, and you get to see stuff like that they're doing that mm-hmm. wasn't in the movie. There's like actual real life like uh cutscenes, like cutscenes yeah. that like were filmed to coincide with the yeah. movie. And yeah. So yeah, I played so a lot of that game, but I thought Path of Neo was better. Uh, Path of Neo is better in the sense of like better gameplay because yeah, they really gameplay. honed and they yeah. really honed and refined the gameplay. But I appreciated Enter the Enter the Matrix more for the storytelling thing that sure. they tried to do during that time, yeah. which was like O three or something when it yeah, came out or O two or O three. So I really liked that. So yeah. I mean, I'm a huge Matrix fan. Hopefully, they don't bear it, like just drill it into the ground with yeah. shit that they're gonna like. I don't know. I mean, they could do fun stuff. I really like the philosophical tidbits it starts getting into later in the movies and stuff with like you know it starts out really really sci-fi but then it starts I, a lot of people don't like the second the third movie for the stuff they get into where it's like really philosoph- philosophical and blah 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 and it, it gets really wonky but i i loved all of it yeah, so. just like the first one and that yeah. one scene in the second one which one? Oh, oh the, the car, car chase scene, scene yeah you didn't like anything in the third one no, I, I didn't like the third one at all. Oh, Neo no. versus Agent Smith, like in that, like in the city yeah. where like all the other Agent Smiths are. Oh, I fucking love that. That well, was like a Superman movie for me before I was able to get a Superman yeah, movie. Yeah, right. Yeah, they were like flying around, like fighting. I was like, this is incredible. Like I'm lo- like when they go into that abandoned warehouse and they're just fighting each other in the dark, and you see the lightning like crashing in the background and it's highlighting them from the back, mm-hmm. and it's just slow motion with them like kicking each other. Oh. It's so fucking good. I yeah. love it, man. I'm not a fan of it. But this yeah. is also not a uh, reboot. It's It this, takes place in the same universe. Yeah, this isn't... Yeah, it seems like it's not really... Yeah, it's not trying to like restart anything. Sure. But it is more or less, I guess, maybe going to be like a sequel, I yeah. guess, or something. I uh, hear which there's is... a rumor that some people want it to be a Morpheus prequel. Oh, uh, okay. Uh, like some people want it to be like showing how he... I like Morpheus, but I don't want to see a prequel. Because uh, that was, I guess, that at one point was a story idea that somebody had. Yeah. At one point, that was getting kicked around for a while. I want to see a continuation of the story. I don't want to see a prequel. Yeah, but I mean, what do you think they will do to connect it, keep the agents? Not necessarily keep the. I mean, you could. Like the thing is, is like the movie ends with this 
like peace between the machines and the humans but it's a really like delicate piece mm-hmm. where it's like shit can go down. So we could explore a multitude of stories in that where it's like, you know, you have a sect of humans that's like, yeah, we have peace, but fuck that. We need to be like the, the machines completely destroyed the world and humanity. So we're not resting until we defeat them sure. utterly. So, I mean, you could have stuff like that. Right. You could have like rogue machines, like agent Smith in the movie where it's like, you know, he's only a rogue agent because, you know, his whole purpose is what he's programmed for. And when he was, when his purpose was, you know, essentially deleted by mm-hmm. Neo from them fighting, he's like, okay, well, I'm supposed to go back to the source for deletion. But fuck that. I'm not done here yet. So, like, you have a rogue program that went off and did its own thing. And so, I mean, you could do other stuff with that, too. That's it's one of the things I like about the Animatrix is they explore all these stories of, like, glitches and rogues, rogue-like mm-hmm. uh, technology stuff where it's just, like, that's where we get a lot of our myths from like werewolves or ghosts. It's like the Oracle says in the agent or the matrix reloaded. It's like every time you hear a story about like an angel or a ghost or something, that's like the matrix fucking up. Yeah. And that's like, so I think that's a really, really interesting yeah, idea. To werewolf vampires. Yeah. I mean, a bunch of hipsters in a hallway. <laughs> they have like fedoras and stuff. He's fighting them. We're thinking like, those are werewolves. They just look like a bunch of hipsters. The, uh, are you talking about the third movie? Where no, the second like, one where they're fighting the hallway. Or is that what that before he does the ghost? Are you talking chase? about the goat? You're talking about the ghost thing. Cause they, Oh, no, those are the ghosts, but he's fighting the werewolf vampires. Oh, you're talking about also. like in the parlor room. Yeah. Where they like get all the weapons off the walls yeah, yeah, and everything. The, oh, okay. Yeah. I thought you were talking about like the sex club in the no, third no, movie no, no, no. where they're like, what can we do now? And they're like, they were out of kind of like, they were kind of out of like ideas. Yeah. So they're like, make them all fight while standing on the roof. Yeah. And so like, <laughs> no. they flip everyone up and just have them. It's like, okay, but no, like they kind of ran out of ideas. The the, yeah. 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 The parlor. I really like that fight. Yeah. Scene too. Um, uh, if I was going to say what Matrix story they should tell, they should tell the story of Tank stealing stuff from set and getting fired. <laughs> That's why we had a new guy in the, in the next <laughs> movie. Even mention him. They didn't even say anything. Like, yeah, Tank, yeah, he died, whatever. Yeah, yeah. We got uh, this guy Link in the second movie. Yeah. That was uh, Michael from Lost, but his name was Link. And Yeah, yeah is he like their brother-in-law or something like He's that? something, yeah. Because like, like they make a reference to it and they're yeah. like, oh, know, I don't want you to... Lost, isn't it? It's That's like, funny. I don't want you to be like... Uh, Tank or whoever it was that died. Yeah. In the first, they say it for like Tank a second. Tank and Dozer on the first one. Yeah, it's Tank they're and brothers, Dozer. Yeah, and... they're brothers. Yeah. So I think yeah, Link is the cousin. But is he cousin or brother? I thought he was married to their sister. It's something, something like, like that. that. So maybe yeah. brother in law. Yeah. yeah, yeah, that might be. It. Uh, yeah, but if you find that because he's like the, one of the last people alive at the end. Like, oh, he lived. But they're just not there in the second. One. Like, what? <laughs> Uh, that uh yeah <laughs> they can do that uh that's all that's only the new story i had sorry uh, you, you, can, you can wrap it up with all your stuff uh go for it camille yeah. nanjiani and mark ruffalo are going to be in a movie called the true american which is a post 9-11 drama okay where mark ruffalo will actually be playing a bad guy from what i understand yeah okay he's playing an antagonist in it um i guess it was originally going to be helmed by Catherine bigelow and it was going to star tom hardy and uh riz ahmed who I oh, think is from like, uh, uh, Rogue One. Was it? Is that yeah. Okay. One? Yeah. Yeah. It's him. Yep. yeah. Um, he's from uh, a night out, or not a night out, night crawler. The night of. Night of. He's from the night of the HBO. Yeah, the show. HBO series, the yeah. Richard Price one. Did you watch that? Yeah. Did you like it? It's all right. I like uh, Richard Price a lot. He's a really good author. I know he wrote the, oh, okay. created that show. Yeah, it um, was it was okay. Yeah, it just felt like it was trying to do like too much or something. Okay. I don't I don't know, but it was yeah. it was decent. Um, but I guess that, uh, it's based off a book called the true American murder and mercy in Texas. Um, it's set during the days immediately after nine 11 
Huh. Um, a Muslim immigrant survives a Delhi hate crime only to advocate for mercy on behalf of his attacker. Oh, wow. Yeah, and that's what the movie's going to be about. That so sounds gonna really be... good. Holy crap. Yeah. Um, of course, Camille Nanjiani as as Middle Eastern and yeah. uh, Mark Ruffalo as um, the guy that does a hate crime. Gotcha. Um, it's directed by uh, Pablo Lorraine, who directed Jackie last year. Never, the one about it. Jackie Kennedy. I remember, yeah. Portman. I, yeah, I remember that coming out. Um, so we're going to be able to see, I mean, I, I think we saw it a little bit in Big Sick, but I guess we're going to be able to see more of his dramatic acting as far as Kamel Nanjiani goes. Was he in Big Sick? Kamel Nanjiani? He's the main character. <laughs> oh, no, sorry, I'm, t- I'm, thinking, I'm thinking of the other guy you said, sorry. Uh, uh, Ahmed. <laughs> yeah, um, yeah, because yeah. he's, yeah, from Rogue One. Yeah. Yes, oh, okay, okay. The whole entire time you said Camille, and I was thinking the other guy. Yeah, yeah. That's why I was like, wait a minute, no, he was originally going to be, Camille and Gianni going to be in this one. Okay, gotcha. Yeah, but, you know, I mean, he does dramatic acting in Big Sick. Yeah, yeah, no, that movie is definitely got its dramatic moments. Yeah. <laughs> and a lot of it's, you know, it's got that, um that indie rom-com feel where it's like a lot of it's really funny and a lot of it's really romantic. It's but there's some Opatel film. Yeah. Ap- yeah. The Apatow Ap- film. Yeah, yeah. 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 It's definitely got that. So, I mean, he's got dramatic chops. He'll be able to do it. Yeah. It'll be, geez. Who, who was it going to be directed by again? Uh, Pablo. The guy that did Jackie. Yeah. He did okay. Jackie. Pablo. Um, God damn it. You said, you said Catherine Bigelow. So I had that. She, she was originally her. It was going to be her Tom Hardy and Riz Ahmed, but they, they aren't doing it anymore. Oh, okay. It says it's going to be, uh, uh, Pablo, the fuck, Pablo Lorraine. Gotcha. Okay. Um, coming on Gianni Mark Ruffalo. So cool. Be interesting to see Mark Ruffalo play. Uh, Is that slated for a twenty eighteen release? Twenty nineteen, I think. Okay. Uh, but it doesn't have a set production date as of yet. Oh, okay. Yeah, so, but yeah. it, it's it just got announced this week. So probably cool. next year, I would imagine. Yeah, Maybe probably. It shouldn't take too long to make something like that. Cool. So yeah, awesome. Yeah, that's all I got, really. All right. Uh, so now we'll. So now we will move on to our review of Pacific Rim Uprising. We were born into a world at war. Between the monsters that destroyed our cities and the monsters we created to stop them, we thought we had sacrificed enough. But the war we thought we finished is just beginning. Standing in front of the apocalypse is us. But it doesn't matter where you came from, who believed in you, and who didn't. This is our time, this is our chance to make a difference. Alright, so what'd you think? Um, I thought it was fine. Yeah, I, I like I like the first one better. Yeah, I think I mean maybe if I go back and watch it for it, because I saw the first one uh when it first came out, but I didn't see it in theaters. I saw it like on like I rented it or something. I don't think I saw it in theaters. Um and I remember liking the first one. I was like, oh man, that's a lot better than I thought it was gonna be. Like, oh, that was fun. And then I maybe it's cause I, maybe it's cause I saw this one in theaters, but I liked this one a lot more. Like I felt like I we were talking about the weight of some of the like creatures and the, you know, Jaegers and machines and everything. Uh, we were talking about that when we walked out of the theater and I felt like I felt more of the weight from the people in this movie, mm-hmm. from the monsters and everything. Mm-hmm. Uh, there was a lot like bigger scale stuff kind of going on. You had a three person like Jaeger in this movie. Yeah. You had the monster that does its whole thing at the end where it becomes really big. Um, 
So I felt like I felt that a lot more in this movie. And that that's one of the things that made me appreciate it more. Maybe we'll seeing it, seeing it on the big screen. I also liked, even though I did say that none of the characters of the plot really was that memorable. I liked that the characters in this movie were like really quippy and like being funny and calling out a lot of shit. Yeah. Cause in the first movie there's like some of that, but it really only comes from like Charlie days, like character. Sure. And I feel like, and it's fun, but it's like also like you just have way too much of like serious characters in the first movie. And so on this one, I like the fact that it's like, no, these are like big Power Rangers esque machines yeah, sure. that we're using to fight big monsters that are coming from an alternate dimension. Like, so they're not taking it like it, it's serious, but they're not taking it seriously. It's like there's people in there, like they're cracking jokes all the time. Yeah. And they're a lot of it's like you can tell it's trying to almost be like a Marvel's esque kind of like comedy line. And mm -hmm. some of it just doesn't land. Yeah, but I sure. appreciated that. The, I, I thought the John Boyega's character was really lovable. I actually liked That's the, the uh, character in the fucking movie. <laughs> well, I liked the younger uh, girl too. I know. I hated her. I knew. I she knew was you were terrible. I <laughs> didn't think she was. I thought she was at best okay. Yeah. Like I definitely didn't think she was amazing. She definitely didn't steal the show, but I didn't think she was like terrible. I was yeah. just like, eh, she's all right. Yeah. And it was, it was just whatever. But her, like, I liked their chemistry, like her and John Boyega just like cracking jokes at each other. And they had a couple of like callback jokes and stuff. And that was, that was pretty funny. But, uh, yeah, I mean, that's, yeah. I think that's the main things that made me like this movie more than yeah, the first sure. one. I, uh, I, I feel, I felt like I felt the weight more of, the machines and the kaiju, the Jaegers and the kaiju in the first one with Guillermo del Toro, I felt like they were heavier and stuff. Like this one, you know, you have a you got Jaeger doing like backflips and shit with a samurai sword, <laughs> and you got like well, there's like one where she like the machine like runs up like a the yeah. it, like it jumps off of a skyscraper yeah, and stuff. <laughs> like like and it's cool, it's visually it's cool, yeah. and I mean it makes sense that they develop the technology, which I'll get to about development, yeah. but um. It just, I, I think I like the simplicity more of the first one where it just felt like heavy machines it kind of just like is. wrecking each other. And like yeah. if they move slower and it felt more powerful. Like when they fell in the first one, it's like, oh fuck, I feel the struggle to get up. Did and you see one, the first one in theaters? Yeah, yes. Oh, okay. Yeah. Okay. Uh -huh. Maybe maybe that helped you yeah, with it. Yeah. I, I didn't. And the kaiju, like when they're fighting the water and all that in the first one and stuff, it's like such a like slow, like heavy yeah. battle. And I didn't feel that with this one. Um, I didn't like felt that it just didn't have that Guillermo del Toro charm. Yeah. As far as the characters go, all these characters are just like cookie cutter who gives a fuck characters. And they yeah, have yeah. the cartoony characters from the first one, unless the ones that came back. Like, the first one was a little bit more serious, but you didn't have like the Ron Perlman character like you did in the first one, the yeah. dealer. You didn't have like... Which I was okay with. I was really? Like, I, I, I love Ron like, Perlman in the first one. I love that you didn't have that like black... I. I Miss having that like weird quirky black market type character or yeah. like you had like the really like stereotypical other like uh foreign type characters that you had, like the Russians and stuff like that. Yeah, and, yeah. And I, I, I just like well, all the stuff that happens to Pentecost in the first one, the Yeah, yeah. Pentecost senior in the mm. first one. Um uh, played by Idris Elba. Idris Elba. Yeah. You know, I fell for him. I liked his character and I felt his struggle and all that, like I became more emotionally connected with his character. I didn't give too much of a fuck about Charlie Hunnam's character or the other girl. Yeah, yeah. The two main characters. His adopted daughter in the yeah, first movie. Yeah, yeah. And, um... Which plays a role in this which movie. Plays a which plays a role in I was, this one, I was yeah. happy they brought that back. Um, but in this one, just like, everybody's like, 
I don't know. Everybody's just like kind of there. There's like a bunch of new young recruits. Nobody's yeah. really a good actor yeah, in the no film. Yeah, really stands except out. for yeah. John Boyega, Boyega carries this movie. Yeah. And, and Charlie Day, I guess. Yeah. But they came back from the first film. Yeah. You know? Well, Charlie Day did, yeah. Yeah. What would uh, the other scientists hold? Uh, Burn. Oh, oh yeah. I thought, you, I thought you were saying John Boyega. Oh, uh, but both of them. Yeah, yeah. Not, not John Boyega, but the yeah. other two that came back from the first one. Yeah. Um, <clears throat> Everybody else was kind of like there. They're like, uh, you know, we're. Yeah, we're here and we're just kind of just doing our thing or whatever, mm-hmm. and uh, very like two dimensional stuff. Well, going there's like on. They, they try to give them a case of the not gays, I guess, because they try to put this romance in there, but it's oh. like why? Why is this in here? Like, there's this, there just happens to be a chick that's like in the same <laughs> age range as John Boyega and Scott yeah. Eastwood, and it's like, oh well, let's try to fuck her, I guess, or whatever. Well, I, I thought, I thought like the, I thought her and the other dude were like together. Yeah. And like in the beginning of the movie, and then like, the only part that confused me, which I'm glad they called it out, was uh, when at the like towards the end where like they were getting off to go do something, and the girl like kisses both of them. On the cheek. She kisses, yeah. yeah. She kisses the boy. She she kisses the guy that I thought the whole entire time they were a couple with. Mm-hmm. And then she kisses John Boyega on the cheek, and she mm-hmm. walks away. And they like look at each other, and John Boyega's like, "Well, that was confusing." <laughs> like, yeah. I like that they called that out. At the same time, I was also like, "Oh, like, are you? Is this like the first kind of Hollywood blockbuster exploring like polyamory? Because go for it, yeah, yeah like why not? Do, do it, yeah, have fun." Um, so I mean, maybe it was doing that. Maybe it was a slight nod to it, but no, it was. It felt really weird and like forced. Just every like story beat yeah. that had to do with that like yeah. love triangle. Like yeah, it wasn't it anything wasn't. good. Because literally the love triangle is this: they get introduced. Yeah. John Boyega, Boyega clearly finds her attractive. Yeah, yeah. She walks off. Scott Eastwood's like, "Hey, don't fucking flirt with her, or whatever the hell." <laughs> yeah. And then like later on, he mentions her in like a throwaway piece of dialogue. Yeah. Like, "Oh, she's really attractive." Yeah. Blah blah blah. So he was like, "Yeah." And then there's well, a part where mind on the mission or whatever. Yeah, yeah. And then she shows up. Or whatever, or, or sorry, Scott Eastwood saves her yeah. for a second. And she like lands on top of him. Yeah, she yeah. lands on him. And then that's done. Yeah. And then she kisses both on the cheek. And at the end, you see her <laughs> the command center. <laughs> and that's the romance. There is no romance. Yeah, there's <laughs> nothing about so it. So you just like yeah. put it in there, like, oh, you know, well, I mean, they aren't a couple of queers, am I right? <laughs> I mean, look, they like women. It's like, okay, well, why is this in here? Like, yeah. It it's was like, it's not like John Wade wants to fuck the kid or something. He wants to <laughs> fuck for somebody his age. <laughs> it's a. Uh... I mean, there was just, like, it just felt like it was there to be, like, kind of funny stuff every now and then. And that's really all. Yeah, it was totally unnecessary. Yeah. Uh, you didn't need it, but, yeah. It was, it was there. Yeah, it was <laughs> there. Uh, it was there. And so you don't like, um, you don't like the, what's her, we got to look at her name. Yeah, Amara? Amara. Is that her name? Yeah, that's what, that's what's, what I was trying to her name before. in the movie? Amara. I don't, oh, oh okay. Amara, I, I Amara is her name. Kaylee Spaney. Later, okay. the, the girl you're talking about, right? Okay, the, the, yeah, the yeah, young yeah. Girl. yeah, yeah. Mara. What's John Boyega's character's name in the movie? Jake Pentecost. Jake Pentecost. Okay, yeah. so Jake and, and Omera. Yeah. Uh, so you were not a fan of Omera. Absolutely not. Yeah. Like right from the get go. What, what killed it for you? Her acting. She's, like, how, like what was it about the acting where she, you were she, just like, what the fuck is this? She doesn't. She can't deliver lines. Really? Yeah. And listen, there's bad acting in the first one. Yeah. But the first one feels more of a throwback to me to those old. Monster films, yeah, old kaiju, the flicks, kaiju yeah. films like Godzilla, which have bad acting. So, yeah, so I was like, yeah. okay, this one feels like it's trying to be something that's more contemporary, mm-hmm. and she's just not, she's no good. Like her first line is literally, John Boyega hunts her down because she still has a power core that yeah. he's trying to get. I love her introduction, and yeah. I hated it. Really? Yeah, and oh. she picks up this hammer, Scrap she tries her to the hit little him. machine. Oh, yeah, yeah, and she it. ducks and he knocks her down. Yeah, and he's like. 
well, wait, how old are you? She's like, old enough to kick your ass. And I'm like, <laughs> done. I'm over it. I'm I'm done. And then every line after that, for that whole segment, is god fucking awful. And she can't deliver any of them. That's she's so... not a one-liner deliverer. Yeah, she's not. There's an art to delivering one-liners. So oh, yeah, yeah. And, and, yeah. In her in her defense. Yeah. Like, like, it's not anybody can. Like, either you can do it or you can't, you know? Yeah. She sure as fuck can't. She has no, like... Her acting, just how she delivers things. Like, there's literally a scene where she's, it's supposed to be an emotional scene, her remembering her past, her parents died. Yeah, yeah. She tries to do the crying, like, okay, thoroughbreds, they have oh, the, yeah, the, the yeah. technique. Yeah, the technique. <sighs> and then a tear drops down. Mm-hmm. She has no tears in her eyes. <laughs> she's a little short of breath. After remembering her parents getting murdered in front of her. Yeah. And then, even John Boyega has a tear in his eye. <laughs> and she does, and he's like, alright, we're good. She's like, I'm fine. Like, okay, that was your emotional scene. Good. We're done with that. <laughs> Moving on with the film. She's god fucking awful. Yeah. I hope I don't see her anything else. <laughs> like, kill her character off. Tank her. Tank her in between Pacific Rim and this one. Pull a tank on her. Like, oh, she was stealing things from Seth, so we killed her character <laughs> between films. Oh, my God. Uh, there you go. Um, yeah, I didn't think she was absolutely atrocious like oh you did. God, but I was terrible. I, but she yeah. was a little bit better near the end because she didn't have that many lines. Yeah. She like yeah. a couple shots. Like I feel like near the, that part, they're like, "All right, she can't act. Let's just have a couple reactionary shots yeah. to cut real quick to somebody else doing I, something." I thought she was good enough. Um, like I thought she was fine. I didn't think she was horrible. I didn't love her. Uh, I do like most of her scenes where she is teamed up with John Boyega, which thankfully is you know a good decent bit of their screen, like her screen time in general sure. is being teamed up with John Boyega. Uh, Especially with like the joke that gets crap. I mean, we'll get to it in spoilers at the end of the movie. I really appreciated that joke. I hate how the movie ended? Yeah. <laughs> yeah I what? Like oh, I love it. I um, like let's see. What else non-spoilers can it's, we talk uh, about? It's, it's fun. It's like um. Oh, I was gonna talk about development. Yeah. yeah this world, like, I don't. F- I wish that they would have focused more on the world developing. Like, yeah. I don't feel like the sequel. I don't feel like the sequel felt organic enough to be like a sequel. Like it did at the beginning. Yeah. I love how it starts, uh-huh. how it's like, we have this whole fall after 10 years, like, yeah, yeah. like we're trading goods for, yeah. like, there's food. Just, yeah, and there's like, just, like, stuff. kaiju carcasses, yeah, like, kaiju carcasses and and... like, oh, this is awesome. Yeah. But that's all you hear about it. Like, like five scenes later, he's at the military base, and there's, like, a refrigerator full of, like, ice cream and candy and, yeah. like whipped cream and food and so all you kinds were, of stuff. So you were hoping, you were really like in the like survivalistic nature of it in the beginning. Survivalistic and... just like show more of the fallout. Like you see the cities, like Japan near the end, and it seems like it's perfectly fine. Like it's got big Gundam statues and yeah. like bases where people can run in there and they don't get harmed by the falling kaiju yeah. or whatever. And well, I mean, you got to It seems like it's a fully It's moving... also been like 10 years though. So I mean, some places probably would move on that It's that 10 much. years and it's still, and it, yeah, absolutely. But like, why is everybody else not doing well? You know what I'm saying? Like, uh, it feels like it should be a bigger thing. Like, yeah. for all these, like, for general population, like, just move to Japan then, because they're doing fucking fine. <laughs> or just move somewhere else where it's, like, fine. Like, yeah, but it's well, not what, that what, easy what is, to move all the way across the world. Well, it seems like so. Japan, like, Honolulu, where, like, the main places are get attacked in both films. But, like, yeah. why isn't there a fallout in those areas? <laughs> you know, why, why is there only a fallout, oh. like... In the area where well, it didn't John focus on Hawaii too much, but it, I mean, it definitely focused yeah, on Japan, yeah. and then it went to that other like, I guess, island near Japan. I mean, Japan's an island in and yeah, itself, Fuji. I guess. But yeah, like it was their base that they were at. Yeah. Like it, I guess that was like kind of a new area, but it was also like a construction area where they were doing work and stuff. So 
thought that I don't know for me that really didn't stand out that much. The part I liked about it was uh that they the kaijus became uh figurative figuratively and literally they were kind of a thing of a of the past for a little bit mm-hmm. because like you were worried about it and you're like, Oh man, that's the threat from the first movie. And this, f- this movie focuses on a completely different threat for like half the movie. Yeah, right. And I really, really enjoyed that. And, uh, thought it was really creative. Like it wasn't, I thought it was a natural progression for it or like one of possible natural progressions yeah. for it. Um, which I'll talk about more in spoilers, but no, I can see where you're coming from. Like it definitely started off with a little bit more of a, like shit's fucked up kind of vibe. Yeah. And then it's like, Oh, we they, got that out of the way. Yeah. Like, they immediately move on to like something else. Like, okay, everything else is going to be on the military base and none of this fucking matters. Yeah. You're going to yeah. show like how the rest of the world was affected really. in the one city you see that's not the military base is like perfectly fine and established. Yeah. So it's just kind of like, okay, well that was interesting. I wish it would have just carried that story more and more like throughout it. Yeah. Like you see little glimpses here and there. <clears throat> and I, I how, felt like a Jaeger isn't always a positive force. Yeah. But more also like, you're a giant robot. Like, at the last battle sequence, you're destroying fucking cities. So you yeah. have this, like... Like, the first movie didn't try to have, like, this political type idea. This one wanted to have this political setup, but doesn't follow through with it. What do you mean? Like, the first one was like, none of this matters. It's just destruction. Who gives a fuck? Like, everybody's just, yeah. like, you know, just rolling with a punch and doesn't give a fuck. And cities get destroyed. And who cares? It's a throwback. This movie has a political message at the very beginning or tries to do like a fallout type message that we're talking about. Yeah. But doesn't follow through. But then the Jaegers are there destroying cities at the end, but there's no repercussions for it. Well, you I know think what I'm saying, I, I think like the only anxiety, I definitely, I didn't have a problem with that, but, um, I had a, I was hoping I was actually like when I was watching it, I was like, I'm going to pay attention to shit that's going on online. Because, you know, Man of Steel, DC stuff is a touchy subject for me. So when people bitch and complain about the end of Man of Steel where mm-hmm. things get screwed up, I'm See, like... That bo- it doesn't bother me. Exactly, and it doesn't bother me either. just learned to fly like exactly. two exactly. beforehand. Exactly, so like that's my justification for it. And so like when I see people complaining about stuff like that, I'm like, I better see people complaining about this because this has way less of a reason and they're just like tearing up and they well, do see, have that, that. That's what I mean though. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, yeah. And so I'm glad you are complaining yeah. about it. I'm hoping I see more yeah, of this. Yeah. That, that is Instead what people would have come... had that where it's like, wait, he, they're destroying our cities also. So are they yeah. just as bad as these monsters are coming out fucking our shit up yeah. also? The thing was, is I think, um, I think they weren't focusing on that too much in the story just because they focused on it in the beginning and then at the end of it, it just turns into like that survival mode again, where it's like, we have to destroy these things because they're back and they're doing this stuff. Like we have to take care of this. And then you also have got that one throwaway line real quick where he's like, all right, the entire population of the city is in, in their underground bases now. Or they're have underground fun. fucking dead. <laughs> Cause you see a bunch of get stomped on and rolled out. And stuff. Yeah. You see like, you know, the Kaiju and the, uh, everything like coming yeah. through the city and people are just like, Oh crap. And trying to run around. <laughs> But, like, I just thought it was hilarious that it was literally only five minutes. And then the guy was like, all right, you guys got the We're green good. light. Everyone's good. And Everybody like, knew right when they no. saw the giant kaiju that they need to run run it's to like their base. The whole city of what what city is near Mount Fuji? I guess, like, like Tokyo, is it or, Tokyo something? or something. Yeah, I don't know. I, don't know. Uh, I can ask my Japan's buddy not, that Japan's lives over there. He, he probably knows. Right, yeah. You can, you it's a pretty. It's, you can ask Aaron. Yeah, there he lived over there. Yeah. That's right. Where do you. I can't remember where he lived. But, anyways. Uh, yeah, an entire population of a huge metro city like that, and five minutes later, all right, everyone's good. Yeah, let them fight. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> they just fight. Uh, and that man, I don't like the fighting. No, I yeah, liked it. Yeah, like that it was, was like the draw, and of course that's what all this movie is trying to build up. To. Halfway through this movie, I was like, damn it, we should have saw this movie in three D. 
No, not me. Ah, I would have loved it. Like IMAX 3D, I would have yeah. been like, yes. Yeah. Let's do this. Uh, 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 that's the thing. Like, there's a couple action sequences before the last action sequence, but just kind of like a lot of this is just like, all right, come on. Let's, let's no, move. yeah. Yeah. You know, like I feel like the first film, the action sequences were well paced in between yeah, everything. Better, better this paced. was like, we have this one fight between this one rogue Jaeger. Mm hmm. And then we have another little fight with it, and then we're gonna go thirty minutes, yeah. and then we're gonna have a big battle. The moving back battle lasts a good little amount. Yeah, it did. High. It was almost like the last, like you know, half of the well, not half, like three, like third, like a third of the movie yeah, or something. something like or, that. Yeah, it was it was long. Yeah, it was, it was good. I, I liked. It. I didn't feel how long was what was the runtime of the movie? It didn't feel mm, long to me, but I think it was like two it. hours. Uh, it is uh, an hour. 51 i think okay so yeah almost two hours or, uh, sorry an hour 49 it's 111 minutes okay yeah. yeah yeah so almost at 120 yeah yeah it uh it didn't feel too terribly long there was a couple of parts where it's like that you know they're the scenes are kind of dragging because they're doing character development it's like <laughs> no one cares Care about these characters yeah. if it's not john boyega cracking a joke we do not care yeah they man. do they try to do like they try to focus on the cadets yeah, there's yeah. like a whole bunch Which of young characters that just to focus doesn't on. work. Yeah, and like they try to do like a Kingsman thing and like focus on something. Yeah. It's like no, one gets killed and you're just like, okay, who gives a fuck? Yeah, yeah, exactly. You know, then there's like this rivalry between Amara and this foreign chick. Yeah, um, Vic, and, who yeah, she gets pissed off if you call if you Victoria. call her by her actual name. <laughs> she, like I called you Victoria, say, like you bitch, <laughs> you son of a bitch. Yeah. Um, yeah, it's and it's just kind of like okay, who cares? Like none yeah. of them have really a personality except for they're from different cultures. Yeah, yeah exactly. You know, um, which who gives a shit? Really, it's not John. Like I mean, but I, what I'm saying, like even Scott Eastwood's character is like a who gives a fuck character. No, he he's absolutely. Like, oh, is, I'm yeah. the straight laced army just, man. That's exactly what he's there for. He's there to be like the opposite of John Boyega. <laughs> my my favorite part is that there's a part in this film, whenever. They're about to go into the last battle, <clears throat> and John Boyega says, "So my dad was known for giving big speeches." Yeah, yeah. And it's and like then... <laughs> I'm not much a speech giver. And then he gives a speech. <laughs> and then he gives a speech. And he starts. By the end, he's yelling. Yeah. And I'm yeah. like, "What the fuck? That was a big speech." <laughs> no, but I loved it because they yeah. called it out. Yeah. Because like at the end of the movie, that's oh, yeah, one of the jokes. She's like, yeah. she's like, "Yeah, are you gonna give another speech or what's going on?" Like yeah. she make, cracks a joke. Yeah, that's right. So I was because I was ticked off when they did the speech thing. I was like. Okay, someone better make a joke. And then it goes straight to them boarding the Jaegers. And I was like, damn it. Like, what the hell? You were supposed to joke about that. And then at the end of the movie, they, I was like, oh, thank God. Someone, yeah, okay, right. it was a callback. All right, good. Yeah. So I, I liked it because of that. But it was, it was funny, pretty funny. It's like, I don't, I'm, I don't give speeches like my dad. But <laughs> and then he just, lost, give a just losses into one. Yeah. Then at the end of the movie, she's like, did you practice that speech in the front of the mirror or what's up? <laughs> yeah. It was really good. So Scotty was just in there, just like shaking his head. Some motherfucker's gonna do a speech. Some motherfucker's speeching. Well, it was funny too, just because you know it makes sense with their characters because throughout the whole movie they're both training uh, new cadets, and John Boy is like, I don't give a shit. Like, just do your thing, and I'll just be the yes sir. Like, I agree with you, and like what he said. And so he doesn't say that much to the cadets throughout the movie, and then at the end he has that whole speech because yeah. they're trying to save the world. And so yeah, I I, I liked it. Um. You want to get into spoilers, I guess? Yeah. Well, I mean, we're already kind of talking about spoilers, but... Yeah, so... I really... <laughs> not a lot of <laughs> yeah. there's, there's not too much. I mean, so they do do the thing where it's like, do-do. <laughs> 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 Dude, they, they do do the thing where it's like a... 
like they do a thing with like the monsters and they make them like the monsters come back or the kaiju they come back through the portal for a second charlie day's character you can tell from a mile away is going to be the bad guy uh it's brain's defector from the first movie whenever he did a uh when he drifted drifted with the um with the the kaiju kaiju brain brain Yeah. yeah he drifted with that and so through that power in the first movie the precursors the aliens that they find out are on the other side of the dimension that are trying to come through the uh rift the breach and take over the world like destroy everything and terramorph and take over um through all that like charlie day's characters head gets completely messed up they kind of take over they're kind of controlling them and stuff and so he ends up working with this company in japan who are building like they're trying to make remote jaeger so people don't have to pilot on them whatever they're trying to do a uh, justin hammer from iron man 2 yeah yeah exactly they're trying to make like army just like a drone army and everything and uh and then you know charlie day since he's being his brains getting all messed up from the uh, the precursors they i guess like put in kaiju stuff into the jaegers and so the jaegers turn it's like half jaeger half Mm -hmm. kaiju that was really interesting uh, then they all open up the, the breach again and let more kaiju through, and then that's where the final battle comes from is the Jaegers versus the kaiju. Uh, but the part that I was talking about earlier that I didn't really want to spoil is I appreciated that the, almost the first half of this whole movie focuses on, like, yeah, the kaiju were the threat of the past, and it's like, now we have this Jaeger technology out here that people are going to, like, steal and hijack and everything and take over. And so you had a rogue Jaeger, like, come out of nowhere and, like, attack everyone. And so it was, like, Jaeger versus Jaeger, and I really I really liked that. Mm-hmm. I I thought that was a really interesting t- story to tell, where it was like, yeah, this, you know, we have this technology out here, and it's someone's, of course, going to get to it, and it's going to get screwed up and everything. And then you find out that it's a kaiju brain inside right. of the Jaeger, which was a twist in a twist, I guess. Yeah. Uh, but it was solid. I-, I liked it. And then the ending, it's just, okay, Jaeger versus kaiju. And, <laughs> and so the kaiju, like, I really like. That's why I was saying... um. I felt the weight in this movie. You know, A, we're sitting in a theater. But at the end, that kaiju, it's like three different kaiju, like fucking Mighty Morph Power Ranger into like yeah. an ultimate kaiju. Yeah, they yeah, just yeah, like, it's morphing time. And they With forget like nanotechnology or whatever the oh, fuck. Oh man, it was crazy. Yeah. And so they become this huge monster, this huge kaiju. And the uh, Jaegers are getting screwed up from it. And I was hoping, I was hoping, and they kind of did it, but I was hoping that... This whole entire movie, you know, the girl Omera builds her little tiny Jaeger called Scrapper. Um, she controls that. It's small enough for her to control just with one person. Uh, so she controls it. She gets into the military and everything. They kind of confiscate it from her. Throughout the whole movie, there's this theme and this kind of like back and forth between her and Vic, uh, the other cadet, the female cadet, who are like, she, you know, the Vic is taller than her, so you have a you know, a theme established visually about size mm-hmm. through both of them. And then you also have it like literally when they're saying it's like bigger is better and all this kind of stuff. Right, right. And so, I mean, it's reinforced and it's there. It's pretty obvious. Mm-hmm. And so like at the end of the movie, you have Omera get into a big Jaeger and help out and like, you know, control one Jaeger that needs three people to control it with mm-hmm. Vic. Vic's in there with her. Uh, then all the other Jaegers get screwed up and she helps out uh, Jack Pentecost. Like they get together and they get in their Jaeger and do stuff. And I was hoping, especially when they showed, they were like, like, I don't get why they showed it because like, mm-hmm. maybe they thought about it for a second and then they didn't pull the trigger on it. I would have liked it, but they show the Kaiju like formed together and they're like, it's three Kaiju in one and it's got three separate brains because of the three separate Kaiju. 
And so I was really hoping they were going to do the whole thing. It's like, sometimes bigger isn't better. And then they bring Scrapper in, uh-huh. and she gets in Scrapper once her old Jaeger is messed up. She gets in Scrapper, and she, like, loser- she gets smashed. <laughs> she, <laughs> no, on no, it. she, like, goes into, like, the kaiju. She, like, oh, gets swallowed cool. by it. Yeah. And I thought she was going to get swallowed by it and, like, rip out, like, every single brain that was in there and, like, destroy the kaiju from within. It's like, sometimes bigger isn't better. Oh, that, that's just way too creative. I thought I was hoping they'd they do it. They but didn't like, take their did, own. They what? didn't take their own message because it's like bigger <laughs> is better. Robots, fucking twenty robots fighting a big fucking monster, doing fucking karate flips oh, with man. a samurai sword, but a cool, robot though. samurai sword. And then this one has a fucking machine gun in his midsection, but he can also reverse into a that back machine so gun. That was so fucking cool. I love oh, that. I like that. It was like, oops, yeah. and like aimed out the back, and then they like attached the fucking like rocket to like the main uh, the main jaeger's like hand and yeah. it just fl- i was like this is it they use the jaeger as a bullet they it's so freaking good yeah. i loved it and then they that just aim cool. it into the they yeah. aim it into the kaiju and just oh, the man. payoff is really like that whole like last section like that's and that's the part i was like oh. like when i saw the preview i was like ah oh, god damn it like what do you mean shit like just how ridiculous like everything yeah, was at yeah. first. I was just like that's what i enjoy the preview, about it. but then so watch insane. the movie i'm like that's like the best part of the film is yeah like, just the whole like last battle it's section. just crazy and it's yeah. fun like i i love it i'm there for the ride and it's crazy that's why i said i would have enjoyed to see this in like 3d just stuff blowing up everywhere yeah, and sure. blah, blah blah like it's it's you know it's it's fun and it doesn't look they make these jaegers like colorful and they make them like stand out and the monster designs are so interesting it's like, all like transformers or everything is just jagged exactly that's exactly what i was getting metal. at yeah it's just yeah. like regular black gray metal where you can't tell like, what who is, is that? what yeah screamers that make a try <laughs> yeah exactly all their heads look similar they all have red eyes they're <laughs> all like just sharp metal it's like oh it's completely wrong it's actually bumblebee it's yeah. yellow it's yeah, like yeah, exactly. there's a piece of yellow on its if, ear if right it's there. not optimus or a bumblebee, yeah. and you aren't gonna know who the you fuck it is. You are not going to be able to. Even tell. they all sound alike. Also, yeah. all their voices rrr, sound alike. Rrr, yeah. yeah, it's super bad. That's and so that's what I enjoy about this movie because you know I'm talking about enjoying silliness and like big machines and explosions and so you. Yeah, this is you way would, better than any Transformer. Film. You you would think we're talking about Transformers or like a yeah. Michael Bay movie or yeah. something, but we're not because this is done well. Yeah. Like it's actually it's done like pretty decently and. It was just really uh, like I enjoyed this one a lot more just because of the humor that came with the characters, I guess, of it. Because I really it's not to say I don't like the serious kind of melodramatic stuff sometimes because I enjoy Godzilla, the 2014 Godzilla. I was a huge fan. That was I really enjoyed that movie. Characters in that one. I, yeah, that's the th- that's the only problem yeah. I have with that movie is because you you like establish these kind of characters real quick and then halfway through the movie they like drop them yeah and they're like yeah we're just gonna focus on like other stuff now and the monsters yeah, right. and everything the only problem I had with uh, or the thing I liked about Godzilla that I didn't like about this was Godzilla took time to build up and it's, it's like the proper monster movie exactly you're supposed to see the monster in a proper monster it's like movie an for hour into it yeah you just see little glimpses of them exactly. you see them under the water like, you what like the fuck? you establish like the and then they size have that shot. of it and yeah that just goes up oh, you see godzilla it and it only shows it for a second and then it cuts away it cuts like away. it roars and it cuts away yeah. and i was hoping they'd do that in this movie too but they show a jaeger in the first like five minutes mm-hmm. and you're just like all right well you could have did this a lot but and when they do for show the first jaeger it's good because you see it through omera's eyes when yeah. she's in scrapper and so you have this like tiny jaeger that's running that around that's like, like yeah well you think it's pretty big when you first see it her, scrapper yeah when you, you think scrapper's it, like, oh, big. Yeah, big and then exactly. you see an actual jaeger jump in like, like whoa never mind <laughs> I, like, I like that part whenever like that uh, during that scene whenever 
Pentecost is like, hey, like, let me write. It's like, no. It's yeah. being super annoying <laughs> as the whole film. And he's like, all right, fuck it. It's like, we're going to get caught. Yeah. And she's like, no, I'm doing it. And she does her thing. And the thing's just like kind of walking after yeah. her. Like, yeah. he's even trying. Just like moving after her. And it's, <laughs> she keeps on thinking it gets away. It's like, you did not run it. And then yeah. it's like, arm comes through the fucking building so and good. stuff. Yeah. It's like, all right, are we done yet? Like, come on. Yeah. Like, it was just like, he was annoyed. It's like, really? Yeah. Come on. It's yeah. Like, are we... He's like giving the same warnings over. He's like, yeah. all right, it's like, like surrender. Was... <laughs> <laughs> it was really, it was more of a nuisance than anything. Yeah. It was really, yeah, I, I really enjoyed that too. And then so, I mean, somebody I... say a newt sense. Hey, yo. Cause isn't that guy. Yeah, that's Charlie's yeah, day's character. Is dude. <laughs> Even though he's not in that scene, but whatever. Yeah, there you go. You could, you could tie it together like mm-hmm. that. Um, what else did you like about the movie? Do you have anything that you really, really, without saying exactly what your award is yet? I, I thought it was interesting. Some of the camera, how the camera's moving. So really? Like I like how there's like some things where it's like some of the moves, like kind of had like kind of going from straight to uh to a. Uh, like a Dutch angle, to or a Dutch angle and stuff oh, okay. like that. It's like weird, like kind of angles and stuff like that. They did it's like strange type of like zoom ins and stuff, which yeah, I kind of liked. They did weird stuff. I mean, they even showed the one in the preview that I, I mean I like, but it's like it's it's weird. Like you don't see it too often. Um, but it was they do like a zoom in and a zoom out real quick to like establish everyone. And say so when you see the Jaegers at the end of the movie, it's like. It's like everyone get ready, and so they all get their weapons ready. And it's like zooms in on one and shows like the 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 whip get ready, and zooms in on the other one and it shows the one get his like energy sword. Zooms in on the other one and whatever the mace the thing is, yeah, yeah. it's crazy. Which they barely uh, show. I thought they're gonna show that more. Yeah, I thought you that'd see, be gets, like used maybe once, yeah, like it's real like quick, one and real like, good what? hit that yeah. they do with it, and then that's it. Um, I was, but I mean overall, this movie had a lot. Like I like the creativity behind a lot of the Jaeger stuff they were doing really interesting like i mean not like super super interesting but uh it was still like fun stuff to see like the machine gun it's like or the turret it's like hey i'm in this oh i gotta go to the back of the machine and like everything moves to the back and just stuff like that it was it was really fun but yeah yeah Yeah. uh i mean overall yeah i really enjoyed the movie what would you you have anything else really to say about it no it was yeah it was fun why did it come out in march this is a summer blockbuster. This because is absolutely it. I mean, nothing's out of March. I mean, yeah. So I guess it doesn't have competition. Besides Ready Player One, it only came out a week before Ready Player he One. He talks about uh, Steven denied an interview. Is talking about being sandwiched between Black Panther, still killing. Yeah, and then is. like Ready Player One comes a week after. Yeah. It's like, uh. <laughs> yeah, exactly. He's like, hopefully I can make enough money. It's like, you aren't. Yeah, <laughs> you're not, not going to. to. People are still seeing Black Panther and Ready Player One is, if the reviews are right, is going to kill it. So, mm-hmm. yeah, I hope it is enjoyed. I've only heard one, like, kind of negative review, and that was from Mr. Sunday. Oh, really? Everybody else has been giving, like, eights. Yeah, I've heard it. That's, like, the pretty standard, like, rating yeah. I've been seeing is about B and eight. Yeah, gotcha. Uh, yeah. Um, Rod Tomatoes has like a 92% Does at it? the moment or Holy something like crap. that. Yeah. All right. The last time I checked, it did. Yeah. So, dang. People are just excited that Steven Spielberg is going back to <laughs> doing good stuff again. Well, I mean, he's been doing good stuff, but doing yeah. something that's like this. Yeah. You yeah, know, yeah. like all it, most of his movies. That harkens very much back past to his old decade, stuff. Yeah. yeah. The past decade has been a lot of like political thrillers yeah. and, you know, history movies and BFG, stuff like that, which is yeah. fine. <laughs> BFG, except for BFG. <laughs> Um, but things like, you know, Bridge of Spies or yeah, the, Post the Post or even yeah. like War Horse or something like that. Did he you know? do that? Yeah. Oh, wow. Yeah. yeah. Um, or like more historic type films. Yeah. And this absolutely. is like more like big adventures, crazy. Yeah. So, but just see how annoying all the references get. 
Yeah, it's just, like, right. it's just like, like two hours just getting nudged. Like, ah, ah yeah, so we'll see how annoying Oof. that gets. But, I, um, it's funny because both these movies, apparently, uh, we have two movies and two back to back weekends, uh, that apparently have Cloverfield, uh, Easter eggs in them. Mm. Uh, apparently, there is like a small Cloverfield Easter egg in Ready Player One, okay, and then in this movie, there was, I didn't see it anywhere, but there was supposed to be a Cloverfield, uh, because, you know, the kaiju from the first Cloverfield movie was there was apparently it was referenced somewhere in there. And it did kind of there was one where it was like crawling mm-hmm. that it did kind of look like because, you know, in the first Cloverfield movie, it, it's a monster that moves on like all fours yeah, and kind of life, stuff. Yeah. So there was one. And I was like, was that it? So yeah. I have to go check the Reddit. You'll be see, surprised cause... with there being one in Ready Player One, not only because it's going to be a shitload of references, but because J.J. Abrams and Spielberg have worked together before. Absolutely, yeah. both are Super 8 together and yep. everything like that. So throw a J.J. Abrams reference or two oh, in yeah. there wouldn't yeah. be too surprising to me. I, yeah, I wouldn't I wouldn't be surprised at all. But there's going to be all kinds of stuff in that movie. But uh, The Iron Giant. You don't think yeah. with the Iron Giant, I hope he doesn't shoot people. Oh, yeah. Because like the whole, the the whole idea. Like, yeah, because he's like peaceful, isn't Yeah, the it? whole idea yeah. of the first one is that he's made as a weapon. I've still never seen that movie. No? no I've oh. heard it's a classic. Yeah, it is. I, it's, it's amazing. Yeah, I just haven't seen it. Brad Bird. Yeah, I need yeah, I need to go watch it. And yeah. uh doesn't like Vin Diesel like voice yeah, was, the Iron Giant a little Giant bit. Yeah. Voice, yeah. But like the Iron Giant like doesn't talk, does he? Not he too much. Says like maybe a couple of things. A few things, yeah. Yeah. But um, yeah. Um uh, I'm excited for it. Yeah, me too. Week. I don't I just can't believe they let this movie come out in March. Like I thought it would have came out in like July or something and because what else? We're getting about, big stuff in May. We're we're getting Infinity Wars in April. And then we're getting uh Deadpool and Solo in May. You're having a massive fallout into June and July because Marvel has Avengers is still going to be making money into June. Oh, absolutely. Possibly July. It's got the Ant-Man uh, and the Wasp. Ant-Man Wasp comes out during June or July. I think so, yeah. Deadpool 2 and Solo come out at the end of May. So, mm-hmm. like, June and July is going to be fallout for all these summer movies. I so, guess, if they have yeah. another summer movie come out at the same time, it'll be like, yep, yeah, fuck you. <laughs> like, <laughs> yeah. So, this one, yeah, Black Panther is kind of slowing down now. Like he's bit, definitely making yeah. money, but like it's not going nearly as powerful as it was back in yeah. February and March. Yeah. Um, or early March. That shit's been off for a month, too. Yeah. Dang. Over a month, yeah. Um and and you know, Ray Player One. So if I think they're just hoping that they can knock out the park in a weekend. Maybe, yeah. You know, or hit like at least enough our, to be like our theater wasn't too like it was no, like pretty, half pretty full good. or something, yeah. maybe three quarters of the way full. Except for, you know, the front row where people don't like to sit right in front of the screen. So yeah. but I mean, yeah, it was it was kinda packed, so yeah. That whole theater was like still. I'm guessing people are just seeing black, still seeing Black Panther. So, woof, more power to it. Um, so what would you give the award to in this movie? Uh, I give it to Amara. Just kidding. <laughs> I don't give her any awards. You better not see her ass anything else. <laughs> um, uh, I'm take an award away from her. <laughs> yeah. Oh no, I guess I give it to John Boyega. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, he he definitely carried this movie. You know, he's just he's just. I mean, anything he does, like being his charismatic self, he's just so charismatic and charming. Yeah. And you know, Absolutely. he just he he can put him in anything, and yeah, he's gonna he be like. Yeah. Did you ever see Attack on the Block? Yeah, I have Attack I still, the Block. I still haven't seen it. Like a right I've been, I've been, Yeah, I've been meaning to watch it. Attack the Block is it's awesome. Good. Yeah, yeah, I love it. It's really good. Yeah. So yeah, I need to go watch that John Boyega movie. Um, I'll give it to. I really like the Jaegers in this movie. I'm just gonna give it to them. They were all like really fun. I had a blast with them. Power Jaegers. Power Jaegers? Go, go, Power Jaegers. <laughs> you know, Power Jaegers really stance. Good. Yeah. Dang, that was really good. Yeah. Good job. Thank you. Thank you. Uh, I mean, yeah, they were all, like, really fun to look at. They were colorful. You could tell which one was which. Yeah. Um, they all had, like, fun weapons, and just, like, they were all doing really fun. Like, uh, it was it was a lot of fun. I, I enjoyed it. Um, 
So yeah, that's our review of Pacific Rim Uprising. I always forget it's called Uprising. It's just Pacific Rim Two. But what's what does Uprising mean, Rocky? It what does means, it mean? Uh, that that monster uprose out of the water. Heyo, yeah, that's yeah. it. Uh, mm-hmm. So what you got for a recommendation corner? Anything? Uh, I'm reading right now. I'm nearly done with it, but it's a pretty quick book. I'm reading All American Murder by James Patterson. About Aaron Hernandez, the rise and fall of Aaron Hernandez. Who's that? Aaron Hernandez is a football player. Um, he played here at UF back during. Oh. He played with Tebow. Oh, okay. And then he went to the Patriots, and he got arrested for murdering somebody. Whoa! <laughs> Let me tell you, Jeez. Aaron Hernandez is one of the biggest fucking idiots I've ever read. Like, Holy I've ever read a lot of books about like serial killers and other people that have been, you know, arrested for crimes and stuff like that. A lot yeah. of crime, uh, nonfiction and stuff, true crime. And Aaron is one of the biggest fucking idiots I've ever written about. This Jeez. guy is a... <laughs> like, how how do you fuck up this bad? Like, huh. but he's, um, yeah, it's a, it's a fast read. I love it because the chapters are, uh, I hate when chapters just go on too long. Okay. Like yeah. overly like long chapters. Like, all right. Like that's some game of Thrones stuff right there. Yeah. Like, those chapters yeah. going for a while. Yeah, no. and they're all, they're all really good though. Oh uh, yeah. They're... And I think I, what I like about this book is it's quick. What makes it quick read is the chapters are like three or four pages a piece. Like, there's 97 chapters and like, wow. The chapters. Okay. And it's like 380, uh, page book. Okay. But it's, uh, it's like, you just keep on moving. Wow. Cause okay. like, it's just small developments as yeah. it goes. Cause it shows like other things that he was involved in beforehand. And mm-hmm. it's like, he is allegedly part of, you know, involved in these other shootings at different places around that area at the time Jeez. until the one that he got arrested for. So wait a minute, he killed someone? Yes. Like he didn't like hire someone to no, kill someone? No, he, he shot somebody. Okay, okay. Yeah. Jeez. <laughs> yeah, he killed somebody that was his girlfriend's sister's boyfriend. Girlfriend's sister's boyfriend. Who they Jeez. have like text between them and he picked them up. And he even, like, rented a car out for him earlier in the week. What? And the guy got, like, when they found the body, he still had the rental car keys what? in his pocket. Oh, my and God. And so I had, like, the text, like, how dumb are you? <laughs> but it's, like, his whole idea of him, like, getting away with a lot of things. Like, be, like he wanted to be, like, this thug or whatever, you know. And he was, like, hanging around with, like, the wrong crowd. But yeah. he was getting away with a lot because he was a football star, even at UF, like, Whenever Urban Meyer was the coach here, yeah, the coach. like he was letting a lot of people get away with a lot of stuff. Huh. And even though like Tebow was there to be a positive influence on Aaron and stuff, yeah, um, he couldn't always watch him. And Aaron was still following with his like old friends from back in Connecticut or wherever. Jeez. And you know he always just just getting away with other things like not paying bills or whatever oh, and things. Okay. And yeah. I think that developed a lot. And then like oh now you're playing for the Patriots who you know you're in one of the biggest, most successful teams in football history, yeah, you know, yeah. and uh, still to now, um, and you're just getting away with anything you want to then, so you just think you're untouchable, so you just do whatever the fuck you want. But it's a really interesting book. It's a huh. really good, it's a fast read. And what's that called again? All-American Murder. All-American Murder. Mm-hmm. Jeez, yeah. that sounds wild. Yeah. Um. So I've actually, I was able to catch a new uh, TV show that just premiered this past week, um, Krypton. Oh yeah, you watch it on on Sifi on Sci-Fi. Is this this is the first episode? Right? It, it was. It was yeah. a pilot. The pilot came out Wednesday night. Okay. Um, it was. Is Brainiac in this one? Is he in the they, first episode? You see him for a second. Okay. Cool. Yeah. Yeah. They and they do a really good job with him. Yeah, I saw the, uh, I saw the photos. I really like the photos. How he it looks. is for Sci-Fi. It's impressive. Yeah. Um. I mean the whole the whole pilot. It's it's weird and it's not like it's not amazing. I'm definitely gonna keep watching it to like see what happens. 
I feel like the lead isn't good enough to be the lead. The he plays um <laughs> it's like a really stupid name. He plays like it's like Seg L or something. And this is this is, this is uh, Kal El's grandfather. Okay. Yeah. So um the whole premise of it is is Adam Strange comes back. Oh, yeah, I've heard Adam Strange was in yeah, this. Yeah, Adam Strange comes back, uh he comes from Earth and he lets Seg L know. He's like, Hey, just so you know, there's some I'm from this place, blah blah blah, and your son grows up to be like the greatest hero in the universe. And uh some crap's going down. So you yeah. need we I so like don't you need fuck that. it up. Yeah. It's like we need you to like fix something or make sure everything's okay. And there's an interesting story going on with Segel that has nothing to do with Kal-El, so that's really fun. Um and there's reference of course, there's references to like other characters in the Superman uh universe lore. and everything, yeah. the lore, all that kind of stuff, yeah. Um apparently like Hot Girl was supposed to be in it at one point, and then yeah, someone, someone else also. That, yeah. I can't remember the name of who it was, but uh anybody that's an old uh, extraterrestrial type character yeah. probably yeah, have or or time travel they'll, probably appear. Yeah, they'll probably throw him in. Uh, I know your 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 favorite screenwriter in the world helped out with it, David S. Goyer. So oh boy, <laughs> he uh he helps with like the story and like writing the. Oh, I'm sure I'm something. sure he helped with the story. <laughs> I'm sure he did. <laughs> no, it's um. It's cool because they use a lot of ideas from the DC movie, to, uh, the DC movie Man, Man of Steel stuff too. They have like the Genesis Chamber where it's like all like, hey, babies are made through genetic engineering and not you know the old fashioned way, and uh, you have like the guilds and stuff like the law guild, the science guild, the military guild, all that kind of stuff. Um, yeah, it's it's really well done. They have this really for, for sci fi at least. Like I said, I I keep on I feel like I have to preface this with like it's on sci fi. Yeah, right. So like. I'm not a big fan of like anything that's almost ever come off of sci- the yeah, sci-fi sure. channel, but this is well done for what's on the sci-fi channel, in my opinion, at least. Um, there's this really cool imagery that I like where like, I don't know if it's, if Superman has like multiple capes or something, but like Adam Strange comes back with like Superman's cape and like hands it to Segal. And it's like, this is his cape. And like, it's doing this weird thing where it's like silverly metallic, like stuff down at the red bottom of the cape. And it's like dripping. And Segal's like, what the hell is that? And he's like, yeah, this thing's like an hourglass. When this thing's up, like, it's it. And I was like, the hell does that mean? And so, like, so I have, a, like, it's really interesting imagery. <laughs> does where, like, say that also? Like, <laughs> what the hell does that mean? He was like, bye. No, but I, I was sitting there like, what? <laughs> and so, like, I, I really hope, because they have, like, a Fortress of Solitude in the show, too, that Segal goes to. And so I'm really hoping they, like, just have the cape sitting in the fortress for like the whole season one. And it's just like constantly like getting shorter and shorter or something. I think I was really trying to do the right technology, but like you just see their technology getting worse. Like we don't know how to like animate a melting cape that well, but it was a whole cape with just a couple of drips. It was easy, but yeah, now exactly. we're just like, uh, <laughs> like our animation department's not good enough. Someone just comes in with a pair of scissors and like cuts it. Like, <laughs> yeah, all right, it's good enough. Good. Hey, go get a uh, glass of water and just throw it on it. <laughs> no, it's uh it's interesting how they do it. And, everything especially for a pilot because you know pilots can be with any show on any channel can be very hit or miss sometimes uh it's well done um everything looks pretty top-notch like almost movie almost movie style uh budget for special effects um so we'll see like it's it's solid uh if anyone likes superman lore definitely check it out it's on sci-fi i think it comes on wednesday nights on sci-fi right now so there you go but uh, yeah, it's just called Krypton. And For it's... a while, this was supposed to connect into the DCEU. It was. But then they were like, to... "Oh wait, this is a mess over here. So let's just do our own thing." Over yeah. Here. So yeah. like, it's, it's kind of its own thing right now, which right. they get at, especially with what goes on with Supergirl and CW. They could do crossover stuff. Like 
there's this, you know, you can imagine CW with the multiverse stuff they have. It's just like other stuff takes place in a different universe. Sure. So the DC, the movie universe could be a different universe. Krypton could be taking place on Gotham on Fox could be taking place on a different. You could do it with whatever. They haven't showed any of that on the CW shows yet, but it's possible. So um, maybe we'll get a Krypton crossover. But Krypton's also like 200 years in the past and all that. Right. Or, or at least supposedly like 200 years in the past. Like time travel is weird with krypton being destroyed so long ago but then superman going to earth and all you know time displacement and everything but it's it's solid um you hear the john constantine is coming on legends tomorrow he's going to be as an actual yeah he's made a couple yeah he's he's made a couple of appearances which i haven't seen any of because i don't watch legends of tomorrow i hear uh, his episodes are good i've yeah i've heard they're solid i like him as constantine i liked him as constantine on the uh when it started on nbc Mm -hmm. i remember watching a couple episodes and i was like this is not that bad like Mm -hmm. They're just not giving this guy good material to work with. Sure. And because uh, the guy carries it pretty well. He's a good Constantine. So, um, yeah, we'll we'll see with that. But we'll also see with Krypton. So who who knows? Um, that's Krypton on sci-fi. And I think that's it. Cool. All right. So next week we'll be seeing Ready, Ready, Player, Ready One. Player One, yeah. which we thought we were seeing this weekend. And then we were like, oh, wait, it doesn't come out until it next weekend. Week yeah. yeah. So uh, we'll be seeing that. And we'll have to figure out. I know you really want to see Isle of the Dogs, so yeah. or Isle of Dogs or whatever it's Isle called. Isle of Dogs. Yeah. I don't know. Um, it's supposed to come this week, but it didn't. Um, yeah, it's got a that. limited release I really right now. want to see Unsane. Really Do you? See... Yeah, that's Steven Soderbergh's new Like, film. I know it's the movie that he did on, like, iPhone and yeah, everything. It's just like... It's really good. Is it? Yeah. Like, everything I've seen about it, like, has not been so. And I've even yeah. seen, like, a little of, like, the trailers, and I'm like... So I didn't bother. I've seen good reviews of it. You'll have to see it. And let me know. That, yeah. I, I might, yeah. Unless we run into something in April where we don't have anything. Because yeah. I know we're gonna have Ready Player One next weekend, and then I think uh, a Quiet Place comes out after that, and then I think we might have a week or two before Infinity Wars. Mm. I know Rampage comes out somewhere in there that I I definitely want to see. It looks silly and over the top, kind of like this. So yeah, The Rock. <laughs> yeah the rock and it's like 17th movie of 2018 yeah. so so we're four months in <laughs> yeah. uh i mean it looks fun and then so we'll, we'll see we'll see what happens i don't know who knows um uh, rock bottom that gorilla <laughs> better do it. He's, gonna do that. he's gonna do the people's elbow to somebody yeah. <laughs> this that's that's what's gonna happen he's gonna get really big like yeah. we're gonna have all the that's what people keep on saying like are we gonna see a part where the rock just gets yeah huge. Where, he, where he gets huge like he takes some of the yeah, people are saying that, yeah, he gets that mutagen or whatever, <laughs> and he gets, like, big also, and he has to fight them, which I wouldn't be surprised if they do that, That'd like, at so all. That'd be so funny. Oh, my God. I, I'd be okay with that. Um, so, who, who knows? We'll see what happens. But next week is Ready Player One. Um, if you have any questions, comments, concerns, all that stuff, you can reach us at and the award goes to podcast at gmail.com. That's and the award goes to podcast, all one word, at gmail.com. We're on Facebook, we're on Twitter, we're on SoundCloud and iTunes. Go on there and listen to previous episodes. This is what, episode, this is like episode 28. We're, That's pretty good. Yeah, we're almost to 30, man. Yeah. We've been doing this for almost a year because yeah. we started last July. So, yeah, yeah been doing it for a while. Um, yeah, you can go rate episodes, rate our whole podcast as a general, in general, I think, or something. I don't know. I never check iTunes, so I don't know how, how all that works. Um, but, yeah, you can find us online and say hi to us or talk talk shit either way hello (laughs) yeah uh other than that we will see you next week yep Bye. bye